0: Good Risings, I'm Colin Waddell. Today is Monday, August 8th, and this is The Rising Sign. Okay, so August 8th is a big day in spiritual and metaphysical spaces because of its repeating number sequence, right? Today's August 8th, 8-8. And so many spiritualists look at this date as Lion's Gate because it is an important, according to them, portal during Leo season, right? So Lion's Gate today is, if you believe in this or enroll in this kind of thinking, it is a very, it's a very powerful day. It's a portal, really. Uh, And so I thought, given an observation of this, let's talk about today's Venus-Pluto opposition, because if there is a concept in astrology that is as challenging to wrap our heads and hearts around and also as necessary to enact in behavior, it's probably the themes of this day given the Venus-Pluto opposition. So I figured, hey, let's connect it to the Lion's Gate because let's throw a lot of different theoretical solutions at a concern and see what happens. So whenever there's a Venus-Pluto transit, I like to bring in the story, Beauty and the Beast and the reason why is because of course venus is the archetype for beauty and pluto is the archetype for the beast now typically i'll discuss sort of how we really do marry our unfinished business we are subconsciously attracted to partners who know exactly how to really just emotionally activate us because they remind us of our past they remind us of patterns that are really triggering they remind us of specific concepts that are just make us so angry right and we can totally go there but i actually wanted to focus a little bit more on the fact that i think if we look at this transit from an internal perspective in the sense that each and every one of us have the potential to really listen to the angels of our better nature the beauty within us the venus archetype within us And we also have the tendency to not. We have the tendency to react from control, defensiveness, anger, judgment, blame, right? That is the beast within us, right? That is where we go when we're defensive. That is where we go when we are engaging in self-protection that really doesn't protect us, right? It just isolates us from other people. So if we could just kind of acknowledge that we all have the potential to sort of listen to the angels of our better nature and the beast within us, then we ask ourselves, okay, so... That's me. That's everybody else. What do we do when we're at the choice between, well, what sort of archetype do I want to listen to? And I think what we need to really remember is that most people, including us, really are doing the best they can with the tools that they have, given the resources that are available to them. And there is really no redemptive value in harshness, not just relationally, but individually. So how do we hold self-compassion? Kristen Neff has a lot of fascinating ideas on self-compassion and it does inspire us. Kristen Neff's ideas inspire us to be a little bit more gentle with ourselves and gentle with each other so that we can understand that if we don't do it this way, right then we are not going to actually progress we're just going to be in this really vicious cycle of attack defense attack defense or we will talk to ourselves so unkindly with this adrenaline and this appetite of shame and guilt where there really won't be any positive change so self compassion is the answer today all of this to say self compassion is the answer today and also, a sense of empathy and generosity is the answer today for other people. And if you remember, I spoke about Lion's Lionsgate, right? This is a portal of really powerful energy. And what I just asked you to do is not easy. Let me tell you right now, when someone is making me angry, the last thing I want to do is offer them compassion and generosity and empathy. I want to tell them exactly why they are so annoying and why I'm convinced of their guilt. Right. So again, I'm doing this work with you and also it's necessary because like I said, this is something I learned from couples therapist Terrence Real. There is no redemptive value in harshness. We can be boundaryed, We can hold other people accountable, but there is nothing redemptive about being harsh and cruel to other people. And there is nothing redemptive and beneficial about being harsh and cruel when we talk to ourselves about ourselves. This is absolutely really the crux of personal development work is how do I hold myself as a person who is worthy and also a work in progress? And how do I know that other people have the Venus and the Pluto archetype, the beauty and the beast within them, because I have the beauty and the beast within me, and there's no separation here. So just wanted to throw those ideas out there. I hope they're helpful for you. Happy Lionsgate, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.